Worldwide parent coach and conscious educator, Sue DeCaro, is on a mission to revitalize the joy in parenting. Welcome to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids, a podcast designed to help parents all over the world create deeper connections with themselves and their children while overcoming life's daily parenting challenges. Listen in if you want to bring more laughter, love, and enjoyment to your home life. Welcome to Conscious Parents Thriving Kids, a place for all things parenting. I am your host, Sue DeCaro. Today's episode is about teenagers, preteens, younger children, and the art of lying. I imagine that some of you listening may find that your children lie from time to time. At some point in our lives as parents, our children will lie to us about something. Why do they do this? I found myself pondering this when my kids were entering the teenage years. As a parent coach, I have found that numerous parents I work with are also asking themselves this question. Over the years of my own parenting journey and my extensive coaching certification program in practice, I've come to understand much more about the art of lying. Lying occurs because of a few obstacles, obstacles that are preventing the truth. Our children really want to be heard. All children need to feel that they have an opportunity to use their voice and share their thoughts and feelings about whatever is important to them. When we offer our children the opportunity to speak their mind, we enable a depth of connection and contact that otherwise might not have existed. When they share their thoughts about technology usage, going out somewhere, or whatever is important to them at that moment. And as a parent, we fully listen and try to understand their perspective with compassion and mindfulness. It can make an enormous difference. That does not mean that we accept or agree with their view but rather that we do our best to understand where they're coming from. When we do this, we can meet them where they are. In more recent years, listening intently to my children's opinions and views have allowed me to tailor my responses to meet them where they are. Not only has this enabled them to feel empowered and part of the conversation, but it has also prevented lying. However, I am not implying that we should say yes to our children's request in order to prevent them from lying, but rather I am focusing on empowering our children to calmly use their voice and for us as parents to hear it. When we do this, we make the best decision with all the necessary information from our perspective and from theirs. Additionally, another obstacle that can contribute to lying is when children feel that they will get in trouble because of whatever it is they want to do or did do. When they don't have a voice that is being heard and feel like they lack a deep connection with their parents, they try to avoid consequences. It becomes easier to lie than risk getting in trouble. Consequences are a big piece of the puzzle in the disconnection between parent and child. So let's talk a little bit about consequences. Consequences can truly make a child proficient in the art of lying. I know this from my own experiences. Every action that was concerning for me when my kids were young had a consequence, one that I enforced. When kids are always faced 
with consequences for actions that merit no voice for themselves, they become very clever at finding a way to do what they want in their life, which only propels lying. However, when concerning behaviors are used as teaching tools and opportunities for sharing, communicating, and learning, there is not as much desire for a child to lie as they are not in need of avoiding the punishment. So as lying continued in my experiences, I learned that punishment was not effective. My children were not learning anything except how to avoid punishment by lying and staying clear of me. Through my own growth as a parent, I learned that the best thing for me to do was focus on the connection, allow for open communication, and not focus on punishment. When I was able to let go of the punishment part, my relationship with my children grew and the lying diminished. My children began to share their life with me without fear of judgment and discipline. I worked hard to stay neutral, listen, and ask questions that help them process their own choices and decisions. This change contributed to creating more peace and more harmony in my family. Did not happen overnight, it was a process. So therefore, in order to keep this unfortunate art form from taking over, I recommend opening communication with your children, giving them a voice that is actually heard empowering them to be part of the discussion and using the conversation and openness as a means to teach rather than punish. This is a beautiful opportunity to create more connection in your parent-child relationship. This becomes increasingly important as children get further into the teenage years. Children are faced with so many choices, pressures, and opportunities in their teenage years. Their brains are still developing, their frontal lobes, the logical part of their brain is not fully developed until at least age 25. Meanwhile, they're navigating a social life, social media, academics, sports, pressures, relationships, and their family. Wow, that sounds like a lot, right? So it is incredibly important to not lose connection with them during this challenging and growth-oriented time. Dr. Dan Siegel, a clinical professor of psychiatry at the UCLA School of Medicine and executive director at the Mindsight Institute, states that honoring the important and necessary changes in the adolescent mind and brain, rather than disrespecting them, is crucial for both teens and their parents. Adolescence is not a period of being crazy or immature. It is an essential time of emotional intensity, social engagement, and creativity. Therefore, we must build our connection through active listening, honoring our child's voice, and transforming punishment into educational moments. Raising children and teens in particular is not an easy task. There isn't a handbook for each unique child in front of you. You must create your own handbook by getting to know your child's needs, desires, interests, and challenges. This is how we show up to support the actual child that we have, not the one we think we have. Many parents that I work with around the world are focusing on connecting deeply with their children, emphasizing the open communication as opposed to fear of consequence. 
They have expressed great success in using these tools to improve their connection with their child or children. So if you would like to discuss this, please reach out to me at sue at suedecaro.com. And by all means, be sure to take good care of yourself. Your self-care needs to be a top priority, filling your energy tank so you can be more present for all the moments I just mentioned. Thank you for joining me. And remember, every moment is a new moment for Conscious Connections. Thanks for listening to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.